This is Getting Past the Subtitles. I am Sean Peel. This is DK Lee. And we are in week number three of the music series. Uh, last week we talked about, or we watched uh, Secret 2007. Um, yeah, <laughs> listen to our thoughts on that. Not the biggest fan, but it was okay. Lee liked it though, right Lee? Yeah, it was it was better than I expected. <laughs> yeah. Um, and this week we watched Linda Linda Linda. Linda 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 <laughs> Linda 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 <laughs> Dude, it's gonna be stuck in my head for a while. Wow. I have a feeling. Uh, um So this is from two thousand five, directed by Nobuhiro Yamashita. Um, actually, I've seen a couple of his other movies. Um, let me look them up really quick. He's he's got like a wide. Actually, his filmography is pretty wide ranging. Mm. It's like um, they're just all like different kinds of films. Like there was one that I like. The last one that I saw was called uh, like Morato Daimu Tamako. Which was about this girl who's like kind of like lazy at home. But it was weird. It was like really, really eccentric movie. Mm. But it's just something I wouldn't have to expect coming from this film. And if you like see his other titles, they're kinda like they're super bouncy. Like I feel like he's like a contract worker kind of director, <laughs> you know? He's like someone hands me a script and he's like, Yeah, right, I guess I'll do it. <laughs> I'll figure out something. Uh, yeah, exactly. I'll figure it out. Which is kind of how this movie went, because so I think, so he wasn't the writer; it was like written. So I think this movie was. I think I had two people credited for writers, and then I read that the script got submitted into like a script competition, no. which got picked up by a producer, and then was optioned to um, this to uh, Nobuhiro, the director. Yeah, and then he directed it, and then he was the one that actually added uh, the Korean exchange oh. uh, plot in there so i don't think that was originally in the story which makes sense honestly like it's kind of too convenient you know what i mean mm. but it's a good stuff it was definitely a good ad um yeah what are your first impressions of this lee it reminded me of like early um the 2000s like teenage mm. uh teen, <laughs> teen flicks <laughs> Like, it, it really kind of goes back to that nostalgia of, like, high school and um, being mm. with your, your group of friends and, you know, doing something that's bigger than yourself. Right. And like I said, remember I told you about, like, um, me being, like, hanging out with, like, music friends in school, yeah, yeah. in high school? I could relate to some of the some of the things, you know? Right. A lot of the moments where, like, you know, staying up late and, like, practicing and stuff like that or... Mm. Or like just getting together with your music buddies and jamming and stuff like that. So, yeah, yeah, no, I think that's perfectly. It's really like a movie that is really just portrays like that the youth, just like youth and like the carefree of kind of adolescence. But then, like the senior high school mentality, you know, of wanting to do that one big thing before you go. Yeah, that that kind of very sort of iconic theme 
I can tell in this movie really does that. But it kind of, in a way that's slice of lifey, you know? Right. But but I I, I really enjoyed it myself too. Oh uh, yeah, I mean, looking at <clears throat> we were just going through movies. This one I just kind of seen pops up on the list sometimes, and thought it'd really be interesting to to pick it up and watch it. And then Bay Duna, which you can I couldn't say no to Bay Duna, like just <laughs> flat out. Like once once I saw she was on the cast, it was like, all right, okay. But I think it is it is very, like I said, very early two thousands, like tonality. It it just has like the look, kind of the story and the feel to it, but then very Japanesey, like, for sure. Makes it like a very Japanese movie, you know? Yeah. And it was like right up my alley for me. It definitely, uh, definitely spoke to me in a lot of sense. <clears throat> but yeah, what exactly did we watch? Well, so Linda Linda is, is pretty much about, uh, like I said, focuses on these uh, seniors in high school, um, and takes place right at the, um, the time of the school festival, so the uh, Shiba High School Festival, and there is. Uh, we follow there's like a club. I think they're the pop rock music club, band club. Yeah. And it's like this really kind of small tight club. And you know, there's like, there's a girl club and then there's like the boy club. So they're like basically the same club, just split by genders. Yeah. Or like two band. they're like two different bands by genders. So there's um, like, so we follow like Kay, who's one of the members who's kind of like, sort of like the leader in a way. Um, Kyoko, who's the drummer, Nozomi, who's the bass, and basically you kick off with, there's two other members, uh, Moe and Rinko, and basically, like, I guess Moe hurts her finger, and I assume she's the guitarist initially, Yeah. but because of that, she can't play, and then I think that leads to another thing that ends up between Kei and Rinko having a fight. For some reason, I don't think it's actually ever really explained like the details of their fight. But there's a falling out essentially, and Rinko quits basically. And yeah. I guess Rinko is the the vocalist, and so that happens. Actually, I think it's the other way. I think Mo is the vocalist and Rinko's the guitarist. But anyway, they both leave, <coughs> and it's basically decided that are they going to continue to play or are they going to cancel for the festival? Because they're going to perform for the festival coming up. Uh, Kay ultimately decides to continue playing. And so it's really just down to the three members of Kay, Kyoko, and Nozomi. And so somebody has to fill in the gaps of uh, playing the guitar and singing on vocals. And so Kay ends up picking up guitar. But she initially dropped guitar to play piano. And then re-picks it up because they have to make the band. So as they're like stumbling around trying to figure out like first they find out what song they want to play and they end up playing like blue hearts by that one band which i guess is like nostalgic for them kind of like old school yeah but it kind of like invigorates them and so then there's a korean exchange student um who happens to pass by and they just like recruit her on the spot her name is son and they ask and she kind of says yes without fully realizing what they're asking of her because yeah. her Japanese is kind of spotty. And so she says yes and then they like go back and then she 
is also reinvigorated by the song. She ends up crying listening to it. <laughs> and then, um, and so she actually says yes and does it. And kind of the rest of the movie is them practicing from square one, um, these three songs and gearing up for the music festival that happens within like some, like, I guess within a week or something after. Mm. Um, yeah. And it's, there's a lot of scenes that are to love about that. And then by the end, they end up almost late for the show, but then they play it out. Well, they are late. They're hella late. <laughs> well, they they are hella late. They're like basically about, they basically can't play, but play anyway. Yeah. <laughs> but they're kick-ass. So, you know, that's that. It's kind of a very like school of rock kind of thing. Ish. Yeah. Ish. Mm-hmm. But more indie. It kind of, it kind of <laughs> reminded me a little bit of a uh, kids on the slope too. Just because. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But definitely like more indie, more of an indie film. Yeah. Really, the bulk of the movie is just very moment to moment about the relationship between them and kind of adopting Sun into their friend group. Yeah. And Sun is sort of this outsider of a character, right? She's an exchange student. And I guess you can safely assume that she doesn't have any friends before this. Yeah, she's, she didn't. But, yeah. Yeah. She's alone in like the club group. Mm-hmm. And it just randomly gets asked to join. And then she's very sort of appreciative and thankful for having them later on, as you can see. So there's a lot of different, you know, moments and themes that happen. Kind of which one of those were really spoke, was a highlight for you. There were a lot of moments that were great. <laughs> there's that moment with the teacher when the teacher is um, checking at night at the school mm-hmm. and he's checking around to see like you know um if anyone's there or whatever i guess he's a guard for the night or whatever the teacher's there and he hears something and he realizes that the girls are practicing in their little room in the music room together but like really <laughs> quietly trying to be <laughs> slick but they're not really slick at all <laughs> and the teacher notices but um he you know lets them do their thing and later on he like talks to another student about um, them and mm. he's like i know they're playing they don't have to act like they're not there and i i really yeah. like that scene because he kind of uh is reminiscing about his own past and his mm. own high school years and he's like i was like that <laughs> you know right. way back when and he kind right. of has that memories i guess of his own and so he doesn't right. want to yeah. he doesn't want to ruin their moment as high schoolers and as, you know, mm. friends who are bonding and doing this uh, special thing. Yeah. Yeah, I think um, I watched that scene again because I-, I was just thinking about that when you said it, that scene. Because I really like that when they sneak in and then their chemistry is, like, really great there. Yeah. And, like, when he's talking to... So it's funny because he talks to Rinko, which is, like, the ex-member. Yeah. So who knows if she even, like, told him or not. Right. But, but yeah, he's he's kind of, like ambiguous a bit about it because he says you know you can tell them that they don't have to sneak and practice but i think it's a callback to anybody can point me out if i'm wrong here but i think like back like way back when so like school festivals weren't like there weren't really festivals but like there was like this conflict between like the government and like education and so like schools would were like gather around and like riot against the government to, mm. for like for like educational rights and stuff like that and so like there wasn't really a festival and i think festivals came out of that because of like schools and the students would gather around together right to kind of like 
um, protest for for like I don't know educational rights or something. Yeah. So I think that's what that's what was kind of like he was saying because he kind of said it and he was like it wasn't like in a way that he misses that he wished uh, for, but like something was like vastly different than what school festivals were. Right. Right. And I think that's what it was kind of calling back to. I see. I see. Um. So I mean. Don't like really quote me on that, but I think that's what he was kind of mentioning there. But regardless, I I think he kind of wants them to enjoy their moment, you know, as high schoolers. Mm. So the point being, um, but yeah, any other moments? Uh, I like uh, um, when Mac, I think his name is, he like proposes to uh, Son. (laughs) That was a funny moment. Let. Do you know who that was? No. He, Death Note. Oh, really? <laughs> he's L. Oh, wow. Yeah. He's actually, like, pretty famous. Kenichi uh, Matsuyama or something? Hold on. Uh, Kenichi Matsuyama. I'm actually... I really like him a lot. He's one of my favorite actors. So when I saw him, I was like... <gasps> I didn't know he was... They just, like, snuck in this A-list guy... Well, Probably back when he was, like, a nothing. Yeah, right. <laughs> it, it was just funny because, for me, like, you know, listening to the Korean, and it's just, like, so bad. <laughs> and uh, it was just funny. Like, it was funny to see the moment. And, like, really be in her shoes and be like, what the hell is this guy saying? <laughs> <laughs> her responses to him were just, like... And then she just kept, like, going with the flow, like, yeah. Like... I understand, but she I really want to go. Understand. I want to go hang out with my friends now. Can you like? Are you done? <laughs> and he's like, "Was that a yes? Is that okay?" Yeah. The incinerator of all places. What are they doing at the incinerator? What? That doesn't make any sense. I'm guessing it's like for uh, ceramics or something. Like they have maybe. I don't know. I have no clue what they have in Japanese schools. <laughs> Taking out the trash every day. Incinerator. <laughs> I loved how, too, that the equipment room was, like, code for a confession. Yeah. <laughs> that it was, like, that time, and then when um, Kyoko. Kyoko was going to confess to the other guy. Yeah. I was like, ah, when you know you're being called to the equipment room, you know what's up. <laughs> you, know? you know things are going down. <laughs> yeah, you get you get the memo immediately. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. I mean... Beiduna is just... It's definitely, like, my favorite part of this movie through and through. Mm. Her character was just... Just, like, a treat, honestly. Like, having Beiduna in this movie was just a treat all around. Her character is, like... Her character is really... It was funny, because she's, like, timid, but at the same time, very bold, in a way. Yeah. Like, she's, like really curious like she just acts things out of the blue and isn't afraid to do it <laughs> but like her reactions and the way she handles like like her mannerisms are really timid but she'll just ask you like random things like when, when they first went to studio q <laughs> she was just staring at oh yeah uh, Kay and her ex-boyfriend and then she just asks her ex-boyfriend like were you two going out <laughs> he's like yeah and she's like that's right <laughs> I I have a feeling she her personality (laughs) is actually kind of like that. (laughs) I was yeah, and that's that's just Beiduna too, because that and everything else I see, she has that kind of duality to her. Mm. Yeah, she those weird timid mannerisms. Mm -hmm. But yeah, she's 
like kind of fearless yeah. in some other sense. Yeah. <laughs> you definitely have to watch uh, Sense 8 if you haven't gotten around to that. Yeah. But yeah, through and through it, she was just uh, great all around. And then to sing, that was pretty nice. I mean, her Japanese blew me away, honestly. Like, she, um, like, the whole time I was thinking that she blends in really well, like, with the cast. Mm-hmm. And everybody has great chemistry. But at the same time, she stands out, like, on her own big time. Yeah. So it was a really good, uh, it's really good casting call. The, the karaoke scene was nice, too. Yeah, when he's like, she's like arguing that. with the with the owner. <laughs> like, no, I just want to sing. <laughs> he was talking like really fast, and she was like, "I don't know what you're saying, dude, but I just want to sing." No drink. I have a drink. No drink. <laughs> like the logic just wasn't getting yeah. to her. <laughs> that I think. Well, my favorite one with her was the um, when she sneaks off. Like at night, mm. and then she like introduces everybody to like pretending to be on the stage. Yeah, and she gets to she gets to her name. She's like, "And I'm vocals, son." <laughs> <go!"> <laughs> <It's just> like, <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, there's just like a lot of little moments and tidbits uh, that are to love. I think the culmination of all of these moments really make the film. You know. Yeah. Like, it really what, like, gives life to the characters and kind of makes us wonder yeah. about their backstories and and make mm-hmm. them seem more real and not as, like, one-dimensional, you know? Right. Yeah, there, there's enough there to, like, really buy into it through and through. So I get enough of sort of each character. Because mm-hmm. even, like, I mean, with... Kyoko doesn't really take a backseat. Like, she, she, you could probably argue she has more screen time than K in a lot of sense. Yeah. Like, Nozomi, who's a drummer, has like probably the most. Kyoko is a drummer, and Nozomi is the bass. Yeah. The bass, my bad, yeah. But even she is like fleshed out enough and enough of a character to to be, um, just to be fully fleshed out in kind of the story. And, you know, you're you're never like left wondering. Like, I mean,. It's enough to, like, want more, but it's not enough to be, like, feels insufficient. Yeah. I tend to think, like, that's the point of kind of being the the slice-of-life film that it is. Right. It's it's less about sort of plot and more about kind of, like, expressing this theme and expressing sort of high school life within these certain girls. Mm-hmm. And, it, like, again, like, it's, it's all about characters, and that's exactly what this movie achieves through and through. In a way, it's it's the opposite of secret, <laughs> right? Like, it, this, like, kind of throws plot out the window in a certain sense. <laughs> yeah. Like, like I mean, they are, like, being trajected into, like, this one thing, which is the their performance. But, like, the bulk of the movie, like, isn't really necessarily about that. Right. I mean, it's just kind of, we're watching them practice and watching their lives and watching sort of, like, their chemistry as friends and making sort of son as a new friend and you know you get bits and pieces of everybody's backstory with like the ex-boyfriend and the falling out of like the past band members yeah and it is just a complete win idea from secret where secret was like we don't care about characters we just want to talk about this time travel twist we have for you (laughs) (laughs) get a bunch of that but um but it does make the uh like the two hours so much more enjoyable right just because, like, there's just so much, like, 
meat in there, I guess. Like, there is just so much to stuff and kind of watch. So, I don't know. The lesson is it's all about the little stuff. There you go. Yeah. It's all about the little scenes. I feel like there's a thing with, like, exchange students or, like, new students that come to to your school. And, mm. you, like, you're always, like, wondering who they are, like, what kind of person they are. It kind of, like, right. breathes new life into your school life because there's a new mm. person that you've never seen or known, like, coming yeah. into into your school. And right. I think this kind Just of... like an anomaly. Right, right, right. Because everything else, you, you're already so used to, and then this, like, anomaly comes into your life. Yeah, I think the um, the treatment of that was was um, was really, like, different, but also very, like, seamless. Like, they didn't... Like, e- the focus wasn't even sort of on that, right? Like, how they, they treat her as sort of... As a Korean or as someone who's an anomaly within yeah. the school. But they just, like, take her in as as a classmate right off the bat and the only times that really sort of kind of conflict is with the language barrier but even that is like kind of hovered over a lot of times as well yeah and like sort of easily um it's like easily solved in a sense where it you know is used to make sort of a heartfelt moment in one sense yeah it's it's not as big of an issue if you really just think about the people you know like yeah. if you're thinking about just each other as human beings it really mm. isn't a big issue you know and i think right. the characters in this movie they're just really straight up with each other and there's no like bs with each other right. and so i think that's <laughs> what allows them to bond so quickly yeah yeah i think uh i mean that deserves praise in itself to kind of like handle it that way no it's a, and to seemingly uh, integrate the characters together like that. Mm. Yeah, I, it's something that I wish that I could see more in movies too. Sort of like, you know, bringing in sort of an exchange student or a different kind of character of a different background, but not using that as the focus. Just kind of like bringing them in and like showing that they can just be, they can just blend in with the characters and make friends. Yeah. Like anybody else. It's very well shot, I think. Like it's very simple in its in its presentation, but mm. I think it it really was very efficient in how it um shot its scenes. And there's really nothing like that stands out in the sense of like of like crazy camera moves or you know stuff like right, that, right. but I think the imagery that that they were able to shoot aided a lot of the movie and its uh, production value. Hmm. Like it's like for example like the last scene when they're singing um their encore and then it just cuts to all the different um scenes outside the school or like inside the school and it's like raining yeah. and it's a very like energetic and fun song but I think that that with the raining um outside and kind of that counterbalance evokes a certain kind of emotion. Because a lot of, I think, the theme of this movie is, like, what that girl says in the very beginning where she's, like, people say that high school is just for a moment, but, you know, I want to, I want it to be forever, essentially, is what she says, right? (laughs) The raining outside and them being inside and kind of in this one little moment um, enjoying themselves and everyone's there. It's kind of like this bubble 
of of their youth, and I think it really portrayed that really well. And so I I liked how they were able to do that with with the images and and yeah. Mm. It's all about what's in the frames rather than how to frame it itself. <coughs> yeah, I, I um, I too particularly like like movies like that that you don't really notice. Like for me, I I, I didn't give a thought to the cinematography until you kind of mentioned it, mm-hmm. because the movie like the movie really focuses the like the script is like carrying the movie like through and through, and so it's like less about trying to make the movie flashy and more about just the contents you know yeah and like like we said like simple is best and i think that's true like through and through true what what it is for this movie um just the simplicity of it and kind of it's like i mean if you kind of break it down it's like the the actions and like the scene by scene is sort of falls into almost like a same pattern right yeah it's like they're going from like you know, it's daytime of, like, classroom and, like, they're, you know, prepping for a festival, like, sort of individually. Mm-hmm. And then they regroup to practice together. And it's, like, then they go into, like, overnight practice. And then it's just, the movie kind of follows this sort of pattern through and through. Yeah. But I, out of that, that kind of what just makes the, the DNA of the movie. Yeah. I mean, it, it's refreshing for me to see when... Um, films know how to know what they're shooting, like know the material yeah. that they're shooting. And yeah. like, I feel like this film really understood um, what it was about. And, and like technically too, I think they were able to use the different things technically to really serve mm. that purpose. Whereas some films, I, I feel like they're just, trying to do the most cool thing possible or like <laughs> trying to push right. those kinds of like boundaries without really thinking about how those things are either a help to the film or a detriment to the film and i think right. you know just because something looks really cool or like you know i want to try this camera move or something like that doesn't necessarily mean that it's good for the film and i think this film really understood what it was about and the people who made it kind of understood that as well and, and really kept it simple and and right. and really relevant to the to the film and the topic of the film. So Yeah. What do you think that was? I think for me like the like the actors were really sort of the um like the ones that really carried the movie mm-hmm. and sort of everything sort of revolved around them for the most part. Yeah. You know. I think it was really up to the girls that would make or break the movie and so you know even, like technically speaking it was like we're, we're there for you kind of way mm-hmm. you know we're you know we're there like the camera is there to like show as much or as little as as you guys are kind of bringing to it mm-hmm. and so that's why it's like there's always a group shot like it's hardly ever them individually like, like it's pretty much every scene that they're together it's so wide with everybody. Yeah. Like there's never intercuts in conversation between them. Like everybody is always like, you always see what's happening between, you know, their mannerisms or reactions and the conversation through and through. Unless it's like a particular moment where like when sun runs off into the, uh, auditorium, into the gym. Yeah. yeah or anything like that. 
but for the most part, it's they're always together. Yeah, I think it's it's the way that they cut. You know, the way that they cut is not mm. like frantic. It's not like going to this person and that person and going back and forth and back and forth. It's not <laughs> frantic. It's very simply simply cut. Like you said, there's not a lot of like one person shots or like um, yeah. it's a lot of you know group shots or um, even if they're alone, it's kind of like they're alone, but it, they show everything while they're alone. You know, yeah. like they're one person's yeah. in this corner, another person's in that corner. You know, it's like they're in their own little, you know, moment in their own little spot, but they're sure. still in the same frame. <laughs> and that psychologically, it still makes them seem like they're part of a, a bigger whole, right? Mm-hmm. Stuff like that. Yeah, just not a lot of moving shots in general or like even if it, if there are moving shots it's very simple it's not like there's no crazy movements yeah um right. there's a lot of like you know tracking shots or like there's a lot of panning shots but it's a lot of stationary shots and i think really, that like, that helps the, a lot too the, the beginning is probably like the most flashy when we're, you're following kyoko mm-hmm. and like that really long right. slide yeah it's like probably on a track and they go, she goes from like class to class. That's probably the most movement in the film <laughs> in terms of yeah. like camera movement. Mm-hmm. And then everything, everything else, else is... it's a lot of panning, panning or or just stationary. <laughs> just yeah, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Or like it uses a cut in that sense where it's just like instead of moving around, it's just like cut to somebody or cut like like in, OK, in that same scene when she goes to the auditorium before that, they're mm-hmm. just kind of like literally doing nothing in the band room yeah and you get sort of like these slight intercuts between all the characters just doing their own thing randomly right yeah but i'm, so I'm like talking about sense. more in in terms of of dialogue and how they cut dialogue oh, yeah. it's usually <laughs> when they're when they have dialogue it's not there's no yeah there's nothing it's not it's not like a one it's not like pov pov it's more like mm. group group and then and yeah. then you know person or like you know they're usually all in the shot together and it's yeah. usually like a um a medium shot or something like that it's never like a really close up shot i don't think they ever yeah. had a had a like a close up shot you know like whenever <laughs> characters are by themselves it's a little bit more like that but even then they don't really go really into like really close to the subject yeah <clears throat> yeah it's always like medium or larger yeah, it's it's close. medium, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was that was the onset rule, medium or larger. <laughs> but it really it really changes the way that you you know it, how the film feels, you know, mm. how you relate to the characters in that way. I feel more like focused for some reason, like you know, like I'm more sort of invested to just like the movie in general and kind of like what's happening in front of me, mm. rather than. Like, being taken out or, like, know that I'm watching a movie. Because yeah. I, I think, like, I mean, in, in general, if you're with any other movies that bounce around between, like, various different shots and have all these camera movements and go from, like, you know, an extreme close-up to, like, an establishing shot, yeah. you know, et cetera, et cetera, you, you know that it's... It feels very much like a movie, right? Right. But it this kind like... of feels more organic, if you can say, mm. you know, like, it doesn't right, feel right. forced. Or like it doesn't feel cinematic, you know, like yeah, yeah. But then but then it feels cinematic because of how it's laid out. Like mm. it doesn't feel cinematic in the sense of like flashy and cool or like yeah, or like yeah. Hollywood esque. 
but it feels like a film that is trying to say something and it's cinematic in that right. way <laughs> <laughs> it's more story than like technicality right it, it, it really kind of keeps those two things separate from each other mm. in that sense yeah i think like maybe even like the way that we view the world we don't view it in close-ups like no when's the last time you looked at something so up close right. you know what i mean like in general we kind of see things wider all the time and like even in like a school setting right like hmm. you're rarely that close to somebody in a school setting you know what i mean Right. Like you, you never really look at somebody in a close up <laughs> in a school setting. Like, <laughs> like imagine yourself back in high school. <laughs> right. I'm sure you've never had an interaction with somebody that close, right? Yeah. And I think this film, I don't know if they were thinking about that, but like, like that's kind of the distance that you would have with people, right? Like, it's not like you, would, mm. unless you're really, really close to that person, like. <laughs> they're your besties and you just hang out with them all the time you don't you don't like go that close to somebody there's a personal boundary that you don't cross and like Mm. this film really kind of showed that well (laughs) interestingly (laughs) i don't know if they were aware of that or if they were thinking about that while they were shooting it but sure but it was a very uh good choice i think yeah yeah i think really through and through I don't know, there's not really much negatively to say about it. They, I think they really nailed the mark in what they wanted to do. Thematically, technically, it just just as a movie in general, it works. Yeah, I wonder, I wonder well. how much they spent for this film. It doesn't seem like a crazy big budget film. I feel like there's a lot to learn from this film. Like 100%. just just like uh, beginning, <laughs> you know, filmmakers. Yeah. yeah. Mm. It has, like, it feels like that, kind of, like, it has sort of that impression, so that in DNA of, like, a, like, a debut indie kind of feel, mm-hmm. but the execution is so good, mm-hmm. and it feels original, too. It does feel standout on its own. Mm-hmm. It's not every day that there's a foreign exchange student kind of storyline, either. Well, I, I think, I mean, there are, but it's a lot, yeah. a lot of times That's it's very, funny, like... Yes tropey it's like the exchange student that comes and and the guy falls in love with the ex, you know exchange student <laughs> right. that comes or something like that you know it's very like that you, becomes the focus usually like, romance earlier, like, usually tropey you know yeah yeah like, that's what i was saying earlier like the like the student exchange like the student becomes the movie you know right like they're part of the plot but here it's not really like she's just She's just kind of like part of the story as a whole. Yeah. She just so happens to be in it. Um, yeah, I think this is definitely my favorite one so far. I like I like the moment um, also with uh, Son and Kay in the bathroom when they're kind of when she oh, when yeah. she thanks her in Korean and she responds in Japanese and I guess and she I like guess it. she just understands now Korean. <laughs> She's just like yeah, I understand. <laughs> Thank you for being in the band. <laughs> and then Son is just like, we're both thanking each other. Yeah. And then they just like laugh it off. <laughs> oh, were we going to talk about that um, man hand glove? Oh, dude, I was so confused. <laughs> I was, I was like, 
I had like looked at my phone in that scene. Like I was checked out for like ten seconds, and then like when I like zoned back into the movie, I was I really had thought, am I watching the same movie for a second? Like it had just completely left turned. Yeah, I was so confused. I thought I was, like this has to be like. <laughs> A dream sequence or something right but it just took itself so seriously that i was yeah <laughs> it's really hard to catch i was so confused because like it just they i don't know like it was just out of nowhere it was so it was so it was, it, it so, was too seamless yeah it was, it was so seamless. seamless yeah that's the thing <laughs> and and i i started like like double guessing whether or not like i understood <laughs> the movie legit. properly in my mind like the things that i've watched before i was like is that what I, am i missing something is that was i missing something <laughs> it's like a, i got left out inside of an inside joke or something yeah well, like did i fall asleep or something I, what happened exactly exactly i was just like telling myself i really hope this is not canon i really hope this is not canon ah, but then she wakes up into reality Oh, before that, they go to Budokan. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> they go to the stage. Uh, such, such a strange little bit. Yeah, I, I figured it was uh, a dream once the the people in the back started sliding out. <laughs> Even the scene after that. So, like, they're rushing to go back to the school because they wake up late and then they're about to perform. And then they catch the taxi all the way. And then sort of in between that Kyoko is supposed to confess to uh, that one kid and then she misses that but then they meet up outside the school while it's raining mm-hmm. right? <laughs> and everybody and then Kay and Nozomir say alright we'll, we'll go on ahead <laughs> and then Sun is still there just like waiting for the situation get on like, with it <laughs> that part of her character <laughs> like she's so nosy and bold yeah <laughs> She, she just has no care in the world. Yeah, like the li- the moments, all the little moments really make the movie. <clears throat> as it adds up, that's how you tell a high school story. I was like, yeah, I forgot about that intro, and I, it actually does do a good job of kind of like basically kind of giving you what the them- the thematics of the movie is all about. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, anything else to add? I think they did a good job. Like, even when I think about my high school days, it's not in like these big um, chunks, but it's more like little moments that I remember really vividly, or or mm-hmm. moments that really kind of stuck with me. So I think it really portrayed that well. Yeah, it's all about the, you know, for me, it's the same too. Just looking when you look back at high school and like especially your senior year, it's. You kind of see it as like a highlight reel in your head, you know, right. and all the good times and sort of like the best moments collage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and that's what this movie is kind of too. It's just sort of like this sort of this uh, concise day to day story about this uh, school festival. Yeah. And it's, uh, it's really compelling and it does speak a, a volume in that sense. Don't you just miss high school, hopefully? Sometimes. Did you have a troubled high school like you had a troubled elementary? What? <laughs> no. <laughs> I think I enjoyed my high school years, I think. Not a lot of people do, but... uh, That's true. No, I definitely enjoyed mine. And I I, may, I remember 
I always made an effort to enjoy it. Like, whenever... Because there's always those kids that say, oh, I, uh, forget prom. Like, I'm never going to go to prom or forget, like, like the you know, the other big school event. Uh-huh. Like, uh, screw that. Like, I'm not going to go. And I'm like, screw you guys. You're only <laughs> 17, 18 once ever. I, I was and that guy. This. I was that guy. <laughs> I was like, I don't want to go to prom. God damn you, Lee. Uh- See, I would have yelled at you. <laughs> I literally would have yelled at you. Like, I literally yelled at friends. I was like... What psycho are you? I think I think I was too embarrassed of of that kind of like all of that that cliche. I was, I was just em- yeah embarrassed of like you know asking somebody out and like you know going to uh, this big thing and and like having to dance like was all very just embarrassing to me. So I was like, <laughs> nah, I don't want to go. Come on, come on. Lee, where's the Lee in the tuxedo pictures? <laughs> I don't. <laughs> so I don't have those uh, cringy photos. <laughs> Unbelievable. So you looked at this with like content, this movie with content. No, like, no, I no. I did more. I think, I think <laughs> if I had gone, I think it would have been a good memory just because it happened, you know? But Exactly. Exactly. So to all you Yeebe high schoolers, Fulfill your youth. Fulfill your youth to yeah. its fullest. Um, yeah, so I think on that note, it's definitely a great recommend. Mm. Definitely go check out. Oh, another thing. So I looked up Paramam just means blue hearts in Korean. Yeah. <laughs> she just made it up in the in the end. Like she was like, oh, blue yeah. hearts, Paramam. <laughs> Well, she was like trying to come up with a name when she like fell asleep in her club room. Yeah, and that was one of the like the suggestions on the back of the note. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, well, no, no, I mean, I mean, K, K, K was trying to you know figure out a name with the group, and they were like, "Oh no, yeah. let's just let's just focus on just on like, practicing rather like, than like yeah, you know, thinking about a name." Yeah, and then later on, like. They didn't even agree on it, and she just said it at the end. <laughs> they, you know? it, they just like forgot it, and they looked at each other. <laughs> so I was like looking at him, like, I "Guess we're punham now." Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's cool. So, what's our next uh, movie? Our next one is Our Shining Days, twenty seventeen, and also on Netflix, so everybody can see that easy peasy. It's. I guess it's it's been not super long since I've seen it, but I don't remember it being like a through-on-through musical. Like it's not like Swing Kids kind of. Oh, okay. It's a little more plot-wise, but it is very music-heavy mm. though. Like there is like, because like it's a music school and everybody plays an instrument, and there's like music battles. Yeah. Kind of like in secret and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's not. But it's not like a a theater musical. So this is the ultimate like mishmash of everything that we've watched so far. I think so. Yeah, it's super eccentric. There might be like some singing and dancing, possibly. Like it's been a while since so I don't know, but it is like a mashup of of the series. That's so funny. It's located in a school. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's about high schoolers, yeah. <coughs> maybe graduating. Music battles. There's love. I don't know. It's probably love. I don't remember. Okay. <laughs> Should be exciting. Should be a good one. Sounds fun. 
be there or be square. Bye-bye. Peace.